When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Buff Nation! Let's go! What? Thursday. Feels like a Friday. It does. It, it is for me. Oh, maybe that's why. Shit, I gotta figure out what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Game Time. Guys, download the Game Time app. Use that promo code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, and get $20 off your first purchase. And the legend joins us again. Welcome back, Mac. Happy Thursday, everybody. How we doing? Uh, I can't complain. Ryan, can you complain? I actually can't. Uh, you can't? That's I said good. this on um, the Broncos podcast earlier today, but I've been like, like 20% under the weather for like a month. Today's the first day that I feel like I'm... I'm, I'm you're not quite 100, up. but I think I'm at like 95. Vibes are up, bro. Yeah. That's Welcome a back. good thing. Yeah. Vibes are up. Feels good. On the comeback trail, that's a good thing. Yep. Nice little bi-week rehab. Exactly. Good, good for you, RK. Exactly. I'm, I'm just like the buffs, you know. I'm in the cold tub and <laughs> all that stuff, just trying to get my get my body back. Double up everything <laughs> this week. Yep. <laughs> all right. We're going to do our mid-season wish list. Um, there's a lot of things that we want to change and a lot of things that we hope we see. So let's get into them. You want to start? I will start. Sure. Um, this is the easiest one to me. Better protection for Shador. That is, if I could pick anything to change in the second half of the season, <clears throat> that's what I would change. And it's not even it's a little bit selfish because the truth is, if you were to improve, let's just say the defense, it might actually help you win games more. Mm-hmm. But I want to see what Shador looks like for a whole game with a clean pocket. Um, with the elite protection? Yes. Yeah. Because you look around the country and you see like Penix just killing it. They just, that offensive line just stonewalls Oregon and then he just dices them up. Um, and then you, you, you know, I talked about this yesterday, but you see the flip side. You see Caleb Williams when he has to deal with what Shador has to deal in game in, game out. And he was awful. He was lost. Absolutely awful. Head was spinning. And so Shador is on pace for somewhere in the ballpark of 4,000 yards. Uh, 40 touchdowns and five interceptions. Yeah, that'll work. Under the current circumstances, I want to know what he looks like when he plays with the clean pocket. So if anything, I want to see that is what I want to see. I, and uh, I would I would just die if we got to see that. Well, that would be pretty that. fantastic. I mean, look, just piggybacking off of that, with the you're talking about Washington's offensive line and how elite they are, and they are. The Rosengarten kid, the right tackle. Yep. He, he's from Valor. You know, they brought in Zach Henning last year from Grandview. So, yes, <clears throat> having the scheme is important, but you got to add the dudes. And I don't know if Colorado has the dudes up front right now. I just, I just don't think that the offensive line 
is going to be I don't think that they are elite from a player perspective, and but I do think that's changing because the transfer portal opens, what, December 4th? Uh-huh. So <laughs> I, there's going to be some really big names coming to Boulder and oh, some yeah. great high school players. So the offensive line will get fortified, but I agree with RK. That would be one hell of a wish. You know what's interesting, though, is that if you go... I, I hate that we're talking about this so much the last couple of days, but if you go back and watch the TCU game, they schemed protection... A lot in that game yep. they did uh and that's something that's been lacking um the the lack of change the lack of being able to walk off the field and sit down and be like hey this is what they're doing and this is how, how we need to adjust i agree with you a thousand percent that it has been lacking i think it's and i can't figure it out because i know look coach o'boyle is one of the best in the business he's an unbelievably good offensive line coach so are the players hearing the message and then not being able to take it to the field and actually do what they're being asked? Is that, because that's the only thing I can come up with. There's absolutely no way in, in God's green earth, all right, that OB is sitting up there like dumbfounded about what to do about yeah. Mike Will cross dogs and pirate blitzing and things of that nature. A lot of these screw ups are so fixable. Totally, and so, you know, I remember, specifically remember a play where they actually had a tank pull out pull from left tackle like an insert block yes yep. to block the an interior pass rusher yeah to give shador more time um i'd love to see shador get up to the line see that a blitz is coming you know from the right side motion hankerson up you know right behind the line to just give him a, an extra second and let travis go you know run her out and give shador time to find him so like it, i realize that I don't know, 90% of offensive line play just comes down to having the dudes. Um, but but scheme can really help. You're talking yeah. about like a reverse pop with tanks. So if they, you know, you have an open side where two guys are blocking two outside and they mug it, yep. and now tanks the one popping instead of the guard, I mean, that's that tells me that they are sitting around trying to scheme creative, up ways yeah. to be creative and protect. But at the same time, like the quarterback adage, you got two, you don't have one. Well, if you have to really scheme protection... And we can't just walk up and say 60, 70, four down Mike, four down Will, our five are better than your five. If we need to max protect, we'll keep a back end or a tight end and we'll go six man pro and we'll do chips and things of that nature. But really in actuality, it doesn't matter if they know what we're doing because we're better than you. Colorado can't do that right now. Yeah. And look, a lot of it, I'm gonna take this back to right when Coach Prime got the job, but losing Casey Roddick, that hurt. Because he's starting right now for Florida State. They are killing it. And he's a second-round grade professional. So when I think if you had him at left guard with all the all the crap he had to eat up to this point, you know, like that's the kind of guy that they're going to bring in in the transfer yeah. portal. Yeah. To bring in guys that are professional football players in the trench to match the professional football players they have at the skill positions all over the field. When that happens, it's over. Yep. Are you the same thing? Was that yours better protection? Well, no. My, look, my wish list is is if I get one wish, uh, we need to find a three technique bad. Like I played three technique at that place, and you know the the year before me was Tyler Brayton, and the year before that was Justin Bannon, and the year before that is Jesse Warren, and the year before that is you know Joel Steed, and 
They got dude. There's dudes everywhere. Like there's after that but was Hippolyte. Is that available on this current team? No, we're it's looking for not. what? What do we want to see yeah, happen in the second half of the my, season? My my wish is they find somebody to play three technique and rush the passer. If that yeah. means they've got to fi find a defensive end that has some balls to walk down on third down and put him at three technique and understand that he's isolated one-on-one -on -one and the inside move is open. I don't know how many times I've seen them slide protection away from a three technique on this team, and that guy runs straight into the guard and doesn't take the inside move. There's no face pressure on the quarterback. It's driving me up a goddamn wall. <laughs> so, in my opinion, if you NASCAR this and you start taking defensive ends and putting them at three technique, which is what I did. That was the, the growth. I was a D-end, and then I'm a three technique. It's going to teach him, number one, how to just abuse a guard that he's a better athlete than. So I I, need, I want Coach Williams and Coach Sal to, to sit down and figure out how we can get more athletes on the interior to rush the passer instead of these big dudes. So if we have multiple defensive end, outside linebacker guys that can rush the passer, which I think we do, I think that's one place where we might have some guys that we could put four of them on the field and two of them don't have to play nose tackle or three technique on first and second down. Yeah. So when you get in obvious passing situations, we have the personnel to do it. I need the coaches to <clears throat> have a little bit more creativity in how they get to that spot. Put take forty nine and put him at three technique. Take nine and put him at take McKinnon. Say, and put what him about Savell Small at, at three at three technique? He wasn't dressed last weekend. Yeah, so I noticed that. Is yeah. that injury related? I'd assume. So. I don't know though. Yeah, so so look, the the ability to understand that you're one on one too is another thing that I wish for. Like, do you really know what you're looking at, guys? Because the the three technique, the you know whether it's Cooks or whoever's playing three up there on any given day, you should be so angry that I'm saying this about you. Um, speaking of King Mars in the comments asked what's a three technique so it's a big gap defensive lineman at the point of attack and an over under front so <laughs> you just that, made it more complicated it's the defensive okay, well, player look, that lines up on the outside shoulder of the guard yeah, yeah like dexter manley couldn't read he played for 15 years so again there's two a gaps there's two b gaps there's two c gaps and there's two d gaps they expand from the center the b gap defensive lineman that's over the guard at the point of attack on the strong side to the tight end or the strength <laughs> that's the three technique uh, it's basically like someone just asked you a question in English and you answered it in Spanish. Well, I, I you know, I'm muy bueno. <laughs> Can we just say where Aaron Donald plays a lot? Well, yeah, where Aaron, wherever it's Aaron Donald goes, that's the three technique. It's John Randall, bro. It. Not a nose tackle. Not a nose. Not the A gap player. The B gap player. All right. Um, a, B, <laughs> C. Here we go. There you My, go. Uh, initial wish is similar to Ryan's, and it's Shador's not the most sacked quarterback in the country at the end yeah. of the year. He's, uh, I guess the word is ahead. He's six ahead of the next one. How much is his uh, fault? I thought he holds the ball. I mean, he does hold the ball a little bit, but I mean, he's under relentless pressure yeah, sometimes right after he drops too. back. Well, and I just hate that argument. And a lot of these times, it's like third down. Yeah. So he's trying to make a play. Like he takes a sack because. Can't they, throw it away on third down. Right. They're bringing a double A-gap blitz on third down, and there's the first read isn't, isn't open, so mm -hmm. he's trying to make a play in the backfield. And, and, and takes let's sack. be real here. A good offensive football team, good offensive coordinator, a great quarterback, which I think we have a great offensive coordinator, head coach, and Lewis. I think we have an unbelievably good quarterback in Shador. Our offensive line is not very good. They try hard, but they're not very good. Let's just be real. They are struggling. We want people to blitz us if we can pick it up. 
Like, I, I want people to try and heat us up because then we can actually go up, slow everything down. They have plenty of time at the line of scrimmage. Very rarely do they get delay calls. And just walk up there and, and try and dictate to the defense when they're trying to dictate to you. But the offensive line, not only are they struggling with the technique part of this, but they are struggling immensely when people move on us. When they stem the defensive front from, sorry, an over front to an under front before the ball snapped or things of that nature, we tend to panic and miss blocking assignments. So it doesn't give me a lot of faith that they're going to be able to slow everything down, listen to Shador, make a new call, and then do it and pick everything up. It's almost like we have to have predetermined pass protections to a defense that can change, and I don't know if that works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we sneak this in? Do I go again? Sure. Yeah, go. Okay. You can have more than one wish. My team. next Whatever wish. you want. We're all going to get three. So. Oh, we, I get three wishes? You get three wishes. Nice. Genie. Um, like a genie lamp. This is fantastic. My next wish is a 100-yard rusher at running back. <laughs> wow. Anyone. Wow. Mm. I'd prefer Alton McCaskill, but oh. anyone. Mm. You're uh, So you're with the chat on Alto. I thought he looked fine. What did you? How did you think Alto looked last weekend? Man, I don't know. We can't run the football. So, again, the offensive line doesn't get movement. When you're getting hit at the line of scrimmage and we can't displace, I, I think if he has any space, he's going to be fantastic, just like Edwards would be. I think, you know, Smoke would be awesome. I, I don't think the backs are the problem. I think the offensive line is the problem. Fair enough. Alto or Hank, though? I don't care. Shoot, even throw Dylan in there. Just give me a 100-yard rusher running backs. backs. Yes. Yeah. I want to see Charlie go off for a hunt. <laughs> that'd be sick. <laughs> that'd be the... I don't even know if that'd be an upset at this point. Any 100-yard back I'll take. Yeah. Um, I'll take anyone as well. Um, <clears throat> I just think, personally, that Hank is running harder than Alto. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, he's gotten more work, for sure. Yeah, and I just, like... I don't know. I don't know if it's just that his explosion hasn't quite come back yet. I don't know if his confidence isn't quite there in his cutting. Um, but I don't, I haven't seen a, a moment where I was like, oh, that's the Alto we saw on film yet. Yeah, now he hasn't had enough opportunities, right? So I'm, I'm in line to see him get more, but I, I just think there's this weird thing going on where Hank is getting like no respect. Oh, um, he hasn't gotten respect since coach prime was hired. Yeah. So I just want to make sure that like he gets the respect that, that he deserves because so he's, hard. he's running the hardest of anyone. Yep. He, he runs his ass off. Yeah. I love how he always looks for contact, how physical he is. That's what you want from your back, especially in Boulder, man. We're used to having smash, smash mouth running backs that look for contact. Yep. Your second wish, Matt. All right, so second wish for me uh, is the ability for, for the staff to identify in the secondary who's actually going to be our four or five guys, okay? So... Coach Prime is obviously the best corner that's ever played the game. Maybe the best athlete I've ever seen. I, I have a hard time fathoming how Stoudemire can backtalk him on the sideline, and the DB coach isn't up there ripping Stoudemire's ass. Stoudemire. Stoudemire, whatever. <laughs> ripping his ass. Why does Coach Prime have to do that on the sideline? So, Cooper, why isn't he playing? Why isn't... Why isn't Cromani playing? Like, Travis has got every rep on the, on the field. We understand how special he is, but I, well, I'm Cooper just going to be real. He got toasted he got benched, the so. other night. Yeah. So, like, Cooper's obviously playing, but he did get benched the yep. other night, right? So, I mean, let's, that's what I'm talking about. I understand the kid plays. I, I would love to figure out if I, my wish is 
The secondary is stacked with guys that I think can really play. Can we find five of them that can actually can do that consistently so we can get some, some chemistry and continuity in the secondary, which, in my opinion, other than the offensive line, is where unspoken communication needs to happen more than anywhere. you got to know how to rotate. you got to know what everybody's doing. Everybody on the field needs to know every position. Other than, like, Shiloh and Travis, obviously. And Travis is, again, got absolutely toasted last week. And I'm not sitting here saying something that isn't true. So if, if I can't constructively criticize, then that's a problem because I bleed black and gold. So I know that he wants to get better off of that. If he can't, if we can't find somebody to spell 12 every now and then, and he has to play 150 snaps, he's going to give up stuff like this, especially yeah. to a great player. The kid from Stanford really impressed the hell out of me in the second half the other, the other night. So yeah. I just, I, I, I wish that they could find five, maybe six guys that can actually do the job because I do think they're extremely talented, but there's something going on in the secondary room on, you know, why certain guys aren't playing, who's getting benched and how the communication and all that is happening. Your second wish, Ryan. You guys touched on two for me. Really quick, someone said, how many yards per carry for Hankerson? I mean, no one has a good yards per carry average on this team. It's because the <clears> offensive <throat> line yeah. can't move anybody. But Dylan Edwards is averaging 4.6. That leads the team. Uh, Hank is right behind him at 4.3. Alton's at 3.8. Well, 4.6 and 4.3 is good. It's good enough. It's, it's, it's With okay. enough volume. Yeah. But look, the, again, everyone, I'm going to reiterate this. You could have, we could have Ricky Williams in the backfield of Texas. If the offensive line is can't move anyone and we can't separate and get a yard of separation for the back to hit the line of scrimmage without getting contacted, we're never going to break runs, ever. And that's a fact. The offensive line, the fullbacks, and the tight ends have got to do a way better job. Um just for what it's worth, I just don't think there's ever going to be a world where Travis doesn't play every snap. Well, and I, and I, I think understand. that's okay. But I, I don't. I don't like what I saw the other night. It's first game back from yeah, injury, though. Yeah, yeah, I think Again, Guys, there's reasons and excuses, and I'm disagreeing. Yeah. I don't think that it's smart to play him every single snap of every single game. He was incredibly efficient on offense. He was incredibly, incredibly inefficient on defense. And that's not that's not a debate, really. At the that's end exactly, of the game. Oh my God, <laughs> the end of the game is where we blew a twenty-nine point lead and gave up a ninety-eight yard touchdown, and yep. he got beat consistently because he has to play every single snap. All I'm saying is we need to find somebody else that can rotate in and maybe give him a break. That's all, because he's a target too. Everybody knows he plays every snap, so they're going to target him and go after him again. Look, <clears throat> that will to, end uh, poorly to, uh, for them. To, well, it, it didn't end poorly it didn't, for them on Saturday, we're though, Ryan. I, we're talking about one game, the well, first game back from injury. I understand, and I'm also saying that there's reasons and excuses, and it sounds like an excuse to me. Okay. And I think we can fix it by actually being honest about it. And I need to find guys that can help spell Travis and maybe give him a break or find a way to rotate coverage so you can't just identify where he's at all the time. Get more creative with your tools if the tools can do the job. That's my my wish list was find more guys that can help 12, not just rely on 12 to do everything because I don't care who you are. It, it, the other night was an indication that maybe, maybe we should change the way we're looking at the problem, not necessarily take him off the field, 
but why just line them up in the same place over and over and over and over and over again? The, my counter to that would just be that it wasn't a problem in the first two games of the year. I agree. It was actually I agree a, a it wasn't positive. a problem, and yeah, it was a positive. And then, but this is the sixth game. But he didn't play in any of the games in between those. Eighth game. Okay, but again, look, and I'm just going to say this because this is something that's happening now in Colorado land that I don't really understand. For some reason, nobody can be criticized on no, this team. No, this isn't a criticism. This is just you and I having a conversation about yeah, whether and, or not. And I'm giving you my two cents on it. Yeah. So for some reason in Boulder, if you criticize anyone or at any time, so all of a sudden you're not a good buff anymore. And I don't think that you can actually get better until you constructively criticize and everybody looks at themselves in the mirror and actually figures out what's going on. All I'm saying is Travis Hunter is an unbelievably elite talent. I don't know how many times on this show I've said maybe the best player in the world, and I believe that. But he is really young, and he's experience is something that he's learning on a day-to-day, rep-to-rep basis. He's a mid-season All-American for a reason. Everyone knows he's special. But to act like the other night didn't happen, then I can act like the first two weeks didn't happen too. For every good thing that the young man does, and he gains experience and all the hype that goes with that, which is warranted, that's great, but we can't act like everything that happened the other night is not something that can be extremely positive as well. Because I constantly talk about on this show and every show I do, every day at the gym, are you losing or are you learning? And to ignore the fact that it happened the other night or to say that, oh, well, he's back after injury or yada, 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 he didn't look like he struggled at all back after injury on offense whatsoever, so I'm not going to use that same mindset with him struggling on defense the other guy's really good travis got exposed are we learning from this situation or are we losing and pointing fingers and acting like it can't be fixed i'm being hard on the kid because i think he could be the number one pick in the draft he's a generational talent and he can handle it period he wants to be coached hard that's why he went to see you with coach Deion sanders primetime period so again Tough love is still love. And 12 is elite. And I guarantee you he's more upset with his performance than any of us could ever be. That's all I'm saying. No, and and I don't disagree with the fact that he didn't look like himself at the end of the game. Um, And I think everyone who's ever watched Travis Hunter plays knows that. I'm just saying there's no practice, there's no ramp up that can prepare you for the fourth hour of a college football game. Uh, and so in the fourth hour of the college football game, he wasn't himself. I think as the season progresses and he gets back into game shape, you will see him being the one who's in the best shape of anyone out there at the end of the game, not the one who is looking gassed. Yeah, I don't, I don't really think he got beat the other night because he was tired, though. Why do you think he got beat? Well, on the, the play where he got beat when the guy grabbed the ball over his head, it's because his technique was terrible. Why do you think his technique was bad? Well, because he's young and inexperienced and he thinks he's he's an incredibly good player and sometimes incredibly good players can get away with things that guys who have to play with incredibly incredibly good technique don't have to get away with i would so again you're, you're saying like he was tired and i don't think he was tired necessarily everybody was tired he's going to be more fatigued than the next guy because he's playing literally every snap on the field no one's saying he's not fatigued i'm just saying If he presses the guy correctly and uses his hands and runs his hip and looks back for the ball or high points it when the receiver turns to go get it 
and I'm just a meathead lineman, but I have been in a whole lot of meetings and kind of know what I'm talking about. If this technique is a little bit better, maybe his athletic ability and his extreme talent will help him make that play rather than relying on it with his back turned and putting his hand up and things of that nature. That's all. We, we can move on. I think the reason that his technique left him in that moment is because he was gassed. But in what, you know, we can just have our opinions on that. But what about the other 13 catches? That wasn't him. <laughs> okay. It wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> the 97-yard one was Omari and Cooper. I think he gave down. up three or four to him. And then the 67-yard one I don't think was Travis either. No. Okay. Anyways. Um, I'm not saying it was, guys. I no, agree I know. with you I'm twice. My next wish kind of goes, I guess it doesn't, kind of goes the opposite of that. Um, I want to find the quote-unquote playoff rotation. We've talked about this a little bit. Yep. Um, there has been a lot of shuffling, and I think it's it's okay. Um, you know, I, I refer to it as the playoff rotation because it's what happens in basketball, right? You have your team, you've got 15 guys or whatever. In the regular season, you're cycling through those guys. You're cycling through different mixes and matches to find out who is going to be your guys when the big games happen. We've seen tons of different guys at linebacker. We've seen tons of different guys at safety. We've yep. seen different guys rotating in at corner. Uh, we've even seen guys rotating on the offensive line and, uh, and at running back, which you're always going to have a, a decent running back rotation. But, and I guess wide receiver too. So almost, almost every almost position, every position yeah. has seen a lot of rotation, pass rusher as well. And you have to do that because th this team brought in 75 new players brand new players you got to see what guys can do on the field uh in games and you, you know you want to get guys in there and see what they do with fresh legs i would like to see the rotation cut down a bit um and you know it's a kind of an old school way of thinking i remember i'm gonna go another cross sports reference here but i remember my <laughs> grandpa always telling me about baseball like the, the the starting lineup should just be on a stamp you don't even have to write it in every day. You just stamp the starting lineup down. And those guys know when they wake up, they're going to be the starting third baseman, starting center fielder, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, you have to earn it in in, in uh, week in, week out in practice. And so, you know, you, you can't just make everyone feel safe. But I want these guys to put their foot down in their position and say, this is my position. I am the starter here. And no one is rotating in for me because I'm the guy. Mm -hmm. And the more guys that do that, the better this team will be because it's chemistry. It's understanding what the guy next to you does. You know, we saw a lot of Shiloh and Trevor together at the beginning of the season. I thought they started to build a lot of chemistry. Then obviously the injury to Shiloh happens, the injury to Trevor happens, and you have start, start have breakdowns in that area of the field. Um, that goes for everywhere. When you know who the guy next to you is going to be and you know what they do and what they do well. Helps so much, bro. It makes a big, big difference. So... Um, it's a little bit coaching, but it's also on the players of just saying, hey, no one's coming for my spot. Yep. This is my spot. I'm taking it for the rest of these games. And if they're able to establish that, this team will make will have some upsets. I, I agree with you 100% on this, Ryan. 100%. Like it, I don't know if it really is the reason that, they've, that they lost the game the other night just because they're playing more guys. I, I'm not going to buy into that. You know, a lot of things happened the other night that we're not going to dive into, but I will say that when you have the ability to just say, no, I'm going to roll with these 15 to 18 guys on defense and the, you know, the six or seven reserves are going to rotate in when we need them to, but our 11 are our 11. Yep. Like it, it's, I'm not coming off the field. Exactly. Like you're not, you can try and rotate me in, but I'm going to 
know, go back on the sideline. <laughs> I'm not coming off the field unless I'm being, like, removed. Yep. And I, especially on defense, who, who other than Shiloh and, Tra I guess, Travis, other than Shiloh and Travis, exclude those two, out of the other nine, who's name one guy that we can actually rely on to be there all the time, He's started every game. He's played every rep. Like one of those concrete, you know, like foundation guys. Like, do we, off the top of your head, can you just name one? I would say Omarion Cooper has been that. Obviously, he slipped on the 97. He got benched. Yep. Yeah. So, and so that, I agree. He kicks ass. I love that kid. But we gave him our defensive player of the year so far yesterday for the, for the midseason. I mean, I, awards. I thought that's one of the reasons against Stanford I was, I was so like mad yelling at the TV. Like, I understand he made a mistake, but. Tons of people made mistakes. Why is he getting benched and other people aren't? That's a question. Yeah. So just from my perspective in the game, on the drive before, so the first touchdown they gave up, he, I don't know what he did, um, but I did see him getting an earful on the sidelines. Yes. So I'm guessing what happened is he did something. Coaches didn't like it. They said, hey, don't do that shit. And then he <laughs> and went then out he there went and, did and did it again. again. And yeah. they said, all right, get yeah, on the field. Okay, that's fair. Um, is that two for you? That I is my second wish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we've all done two, but you. Go, no, I've done two. You've done we, two. Yeah. You want to hit a read first? Yeah, we can do that. This is we're about what? We're 30 35 minutes in. Minutes in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, shout out to our friends over at Game Time again. Uh, everything's sold out. All these games are sold out, man. If you want to get in the doors and see Coach Prime and the Buffs in person, you got to go to Game Time. UCLA is taking off tarps. Uh, we've got homecoming coming up. All kinds of good events coming on for Coach Prime's buffs. Uh, not just that, though. Any game, concert, event that you want to go to, Game Time as you cover, download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code BUFFS for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And then shout-out to Saturday Neon. How's the spirit of the buffs? We haven't checked in on it in a while. It's right here. It's great. Strong, man. Love you to see it. You can only see the top, but... There, there it go. is. It's a company started by two friends and former college roommates at CU. They make officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon hmm. signs. Based out of Denver, uh, they're backed by a two-year warranty. Everything is shipped that you need to mount power and dim every single sign. They're easy to install and operate. They got CU. They got 19 other select schools. Go to SaturdayNeon.com. Use code DMVR for 10% off your order today. And you get free shipping on orders over 200 bucks. Do they custom? Uh, yeah, you think they could do a badass do do six custom. zero savage? Oh, one? oh, Hit we have up. a custom DNVR bar one down in the They bar. could just yeah. do a sick get like, yeah. not this logo, but the the one with the Viking horns and oh, the yeah. Yeah. vampire. Yeah, as big as you they want it. That, yeah. 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 <laughs> dude, we got to talk. Hey, uh, I'm, Saturday I'm talking to you, so we're I'm hey, two man. buffs. We're gonna talk. They show up in the chat from time to time too. So. Yeah, so if you're watching, <laughs> big guy's gonna call you after this. All right. uh, a lot of people in the chat brought up. Uh, oh, are you? Do you still have one more? No, no, no. Okay. A lot of people in the chat have brought up uh, Cam Sillman Craig as being one of those guys that you can count on, uh, and I would, I would actually agree. The only thing that he didn't fit in what you said, which is a guy who started every snap, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I mean, you know what I'm. I'm not saying oh, yeah, like no. you have to play every rep, but like being a guy that we can just, we don't need to question whether or not he's going to be able to do the job on third fourth down things of that nature yeah what's surprising to me is that i i truly believe cam has been um one of the more consistent players on the field um and his snaps don't exactly reflect that 
All right, third round wishes. Make it quicker. Go ahead. Third round wishes. I am going to wish um, for two wins. <laughs> Sorry for making Plain it so and simple. simple. But, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to piggyback and wish for three. Okay. Because <laughs> that's what I was going to say, too. Just please, God, get us to a bowl game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't care where it is either I'm going. I don't care what bowl game it is. Just get us to one, please, God. Yeah, please, I don't. Please, God. Exactly. Um, and, and then win. And why do we want them to win? Obviously, we want them to win a bowl game, but why does why do we want CU to win a bowl game, Ryan? Because they haven't won one Jake? since Matt Machesney was in that uniform. <laughs> since I was a senior, we haven't won a bowl game, and I'm forty going on forty two in November. Did I know you know I that good, there is shit. a Power Five football team that has not won a bowl game in my lifetime? Is it two? I'll or give you guys it? I'll give you guys three guesses each. I don't think you'll get it. Is that all the info we get? Kansas? I can give you like hot or cold. The Kansas Power no. Five. No, Kansas won. They Georgia won the Tech? Orange Bowl. Nope. No, it's not Georgia Tech. That was cold. Matt's was a little warmer. Duke. Nope. Cold. You're still cold. You're in the wrong part Missouri. of the country. You're getting closer to the right part of the country. You get one more each. Oh man. I don't like this game. I don't know. I'll give you Illinois? one clue. Basketball school. <laughs> That's a basketball school? No. no. Indiana? Got it. Indiana. Indiana. Indiana has not won a bowl game since 1991. Oh, wow. <laughs> my God. All right. Well, they're, they're also I was have born. zero. Yeah, that's what I said. Not, it never happened in my lifetime. It's also crazy. not a football school. So, But that um, sucks. That sucks for the Hoosiers. Was that sure your second does. wish? Did you give your second wish for three yeah, wins? Yeah, I just want three wins. I don't care. Well, I do that's care third who, wish. who we beat. But my third wish is three more wins. Okay. Or I mean, I'll take two. Well, I just just please get to a bowl game and then win the bowl game. There's three wins. Whatever. Just well, win three games. You, you guys go. used both your last wishes on that. I feel like I don't have to. So I'm just going to say my third wish is an established role for Dylan Edwards. Mm. Get him back to that TCU form. Get him his touches in space. Allow him to use his speed. Have a defined role for this guy. Don't just like throw him back there and run him up the middle or you know run a screen for him. Use him in motion, like put him in the slot, like do something. You think he could punt return? Right? Yeah. Come on, something. I mean, I'd Jimmy love to put him in punt return. Pretty good at he's, that position. Jimmy's been awesome. Well, they put Weaver's Zay back there awesome. too. Like yeah. he's on kickoff. They kick it over his head all the time, so he doesn't get an opportunity there. We I mean, gotta. Can it, we just? Why can't get they just take every? No, take no. every one of them. Just take, every kickoff. Just mm. take it. Take it. Just, that is. I don't care if you're eight yards deep. I couldn't deep, disagree with it. anything more. I want I, every kickoff should be returned. The thing is, like, even when you have a good return, half the time it gets called back for a holding and you're yeah, on your ten yard line. But so they're you fun, could man. Score too. I think they're fun too. I don't think we've seen a kick return at Folsom Field this year. And uh, and honestly, we can't kick the ball off, so we might as well have a little bit of excitement when we return the ball. Can you guess how many kick returns we have this year? Five. The buffs. The buffs as a team. How many legitimate kick returns? Three. I was going to say two. It's four. Right in the middle. 81 yards for Dylan Edwards on four attempts. 20.3. We, we punt return average. like a son of a bitch. We're good at that. Yeah. At least I think we are. Well, as for what you kinda. said, though, Jake, I keep having a daydream about Dylan Edwards running a wheel route and catching a touchdown. Uh, that would be like that. that. Thing, that's like one of the slowest developing routes. <laughs> so you have to protect for like three seconds if you're going to be able to throw a wheel route to, to Dylan. That's true. I just, I mean, you're gonna if you can get him running straight against the linebacker, he's gonna score a touchdown. And look to 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 piggyback off of that, I the wheel route I love because he's a matchup nightmare. Yeah. Nobody's covering him. Nope. Nobody. So 
if we need to, you know, expand protection here, I'm pretty sure Savion will be back for the UCLA game. Okay, Ooh, let's go. That'd be, That'd be so huge. He, he, you know, the, as the right tackle coming back, I'm. High I, ankle sprain? Was I that? have to think that no one's 78 and talk to him that he'll be back for UCLA, not to like break news or anything. I don't know, but I'd have I'd have to think that he will. You be. broke conference realignment news. Like <laughs> well, I didn't even ago. mean to do that either. <laughs> just kidding. Like Washington State called me all angry, like you need to Did take they it really? down. Oh yeah, they got super pissed <laughs> off. Because the coach is like, you gotta take it. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Take what down? Like he's You're like, it's like, not even take my it down show. I can't take it And I'm like, I don't dog, I don't run DNVR. Who oh is this again? God, like you're telling, is this another grown man calling me? Right now, uh, prank caller, call, prank caller, click. You're gonna get called out this one too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, call me again, dog. I'll hang up on your ass again. I don't care. When we come to Pullman, you can yell at me then. Um, but look, I, I think Savion will be back. And then, okay, so big number seventy. I can't remember dude's name, but he is a large human. Yeah. He is a massive Maybe he's your human. three technique. Okay. Well, if he can rush the passer, move his big ass to three technique, and let's go. Usually, it doesn't go that way no. though. Only. Although I Reese Atterbury moved from O line to D line for Michigan, and he's playing, and I don't get it. Um, but move him to guard. See if we can get a little bit go. more size and thickness at at the interior positions with tackles, and move him to guard. And you know, to see, I really like the center play. I think Van's a really good player, uh, so I don't think you really need to move off of him. I think he's pretty awesome, and we don't. I'd like to see him just get more reps and keep developing. Next year, I think he's maybe one of the best centers in the country, honestly. But the two guards, whether it's Bailey or BB or whoever is going out there to play guard, we've the guard has got to be your your just absolute ass kicker. He's yeah. got to be the guy that sets the tone road in the run grader. game, a road grader. We've got to find somebody that can go play with attitude and intensity there and allow Shador to step up in the pocket. Every quarterback is used to side pressure. That's why they're told to step up in the pocket and deliver the football. Mm -hmm. Our problem is face pressure. We get eviscerated in the A-gaps. We don't know how to slide protect with the center coming back to a three technique. I think that, and I know OB's teaching it. I know for a fact he is. So the players have got to do a better job of doing what the coach asked them to do. And look, when you have a bad loss like they did, and you have a bye week after, I can only go off my own personal experience, but I don't know if you remember this, RK, but in 03... We lost at Baylor, and it was like Baylor's first conference win in like three years, and yeah. it was super embarrassing. It embarrasses me to talk about it. I played like absolute garbage. Everyone played terrible. Like I, I wanted to cut myself, and that <laughs> kept us out of a bowl game. We finished 5-7, and seven. and it was so embarrassing, and the next week was literally hell on earth. By I thought, week? Oh, it was terrible, and we had we – had double practices and full pads every day and like coaches walk coach wilson walk around like hey how are you motherfuckers we gonna figure out if any of you sons of bitches actually won't be here i don't think any of you motherfuckers can play you you gonna be a dull man you're a dull man you're a dull man you you're too dumb to be a fucking dull man all of you run over give me three blades of grass and run back and it was like that for two fucking weeks straight <laughs> And we had people, like, going in ambulances off the field. Oh, they God. almost killed Vince Mitchell. Like, I don't know if you know what colicking is. Like, my, my mother and my family owns a massive horse ranch in Boulder, Triple Creek Ranch. The best. And uh, horses colic. Like, their intestines turn, and it's not good. Oh, no. And Vin they ran us so much that Vince Mitchell colicked. Jeez. And, like, he almost died on the field. And we were, like, 
hey, uh, Vince, are you okay? And Doc was like, hail, son, move the drill. And we were like, move the drill? Oh, my like God. Like, the ambulance is pulling up, and like, they didn't care. So I'm not saying that's what happened in Boulder this week, but I will say this. You're, you can really get the attention of your football team in a bye week after this kind of loss. Yeah. Yeah. Did that make you guys better? You know, it really did because we had Oklahoma come in the next week. They were ranked number one in the country. We played them. To, we was 27-20 with a minute left. Clayton took a screen pass to the house. They beat us 34-20, but we went toe-to-toe with the number one team in the country, played yeah. really well. And then we, you know, we finished the year strong. We beat a ranked Missouri team and – you know, we we tried to you know go out there and put ourselves in a position with with two to play to go to a bowl game, and we were up on Nebraska twenty two twenty one the last game of the season, and you know we kind of screwed it up, and they ended up beating us, and we went five and seven. But it did set the the tone for the next year too, yep. Because that oh four year was the entire catalyst for the off season was okay. This bullshit is not going to happen again. We can't be this good. And then go out and lay eggs like this, mm-hmm. and that—that's got to be the message in Boulder, right? Yes. Like we are so good, we can't go out and operate like this. Yeah, that one is one of those ones that will stick with them for a long time. Forever, you'll never forget it. It's like Oregon I mean, State, as 18. you just displayed. They're, they will never forget never forget it. it. Like no. I, I remember the damn Baylor game more than I remember wins. But that being said, it sticks with you a little bit more because you didn't make a bowl game. Absolutely. And if they can figure it out and find two wins They'll out get there, over it. they will get over it. That'll be a learning experience instead of a losing experience. Yep. Shout out to our friends at Snarfs. Quality, quality, quality. Uh, they only buy the best ingredients. Uh, it's John Denera approved. Go pick up their house, Jardinera Peppers, um, at any go. location. <laughs> mm. It's a damn good sandwich, though, guys. The sauce is so good, bro. Perfect bread, cheese, meat ratios, great ingredients. They've been doing it since 1996, so you know they have the passion for it. Also, check out Snarf Burgers. they got three locations in Denver and Boulder. Uh, Grab yourself a sandwich today and support Snarf's gift-a-meal program on the Snarf's app. Then also shout-out to DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, What are we betting on this week? Are we betting against the Broncos? (laughs) Um, Uh, If you want to make money. I haven't thought about what I'm betting on. Uh, give me Avs minus one and a half tonight. There you go. Who are I they like playing? It. I like it. Blackhawks, Connor Bedard, Bedard, home opener. Avs are three and zero, best team in hockey. They're gonna win the cup again this year. Let's go. Okay. That's true. There you go. Actually, that's your bet. Go that bet on the Avs to true. win the Stanley Cup. Uh, get in on the game day greatness. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DMVR. New customers can score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL this weekend. That's code DMVR, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. I love DraftKings. I do, too. It hasn't loved me back recently. Yeah, gambling yeah. kicks ass. <laughs> if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER really or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. <laughs> Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget. Lake Charles in Louisiana, 21 plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. <laughs> For eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Man, now that is damn it's a mouthful. You spit fire, son. <coughs> okay. Spit hot fire. So I just have to address this because it's in the comments. Go address ahead. it. 
Um, did I did I call him Deion Sanders again? No, and no, got you're angry? Fine. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, His mama called him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. I don't know what that's a reference to. Um, <laughs> you don't know? In the in the in the chat, if if you can figure that out, you can come do push-ups for free at the gym. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, there a lot of people are talking about like, okay, you guys were getting literally run into the ground that bye week. Are you sure that was the bye week or was that the week after you got back? Like, were you guys not allowed to go home? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> You mean take a break after you lose to Baylor on well, the road? The nah, is, man. The team There's is no, home right now. They're they're, they're well, back in their homes. I'm glad everybody got a break and got to go home. That's the new college football. This is new. This is new stuff. Okay. Okay. Nah, man. There's no breaks. Uh, I think we got maybe two days off, and Barnett was like, "So everybody that had plans, fuck Cancel. your plans. You just lost <laughs> to Baylor. You better full pads Tuesday morning. Be on the field." And we were like. Holy God, this is going to be awful. And it was. It was terrible. It was absolutely god-awful. For what it's worth, I have seen Coming to America. There Not recently enough to understand that. Right. I'm going to call him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. Um, anyways. Right. I'm not saying it helped. I'm not saying it was the right thing to do. No, no, no. I was just it, curious. You know, it, it definitely... Uh, uh, definitely sucked. It made me not want to lose to Baylor again. I'll tell you that shit. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious because... I know, like... No, football's different. Everything's different. They're not doing two-a-days in the middle of the season and, like, <clears throat> full-pad death marches and, like... You'll appreciate we were, this. Bro, we were doing Oklahoma drill and, like, Trav bowling, bowling the ring and stuff. You'll appreciate this. Travis Hunter did not leave. He stayed here. He said, I already had a break. Uh, I don't want any more breaks. And this it. is exactly why I said what I said earlier, that I guarantee you he's more upset than everybody combined in the whole world. And he... He balled. He absolutely balled out. I mean, it was insane. I can't believe what he did the other night. But obviously, he's not very impressed. He didn't even go on vacay. The one, name a college kid that's not going home to eat mama's cooking and like sleep in their own bed for three days. Shit. Travis Hunter's motivated dog. He's in a draft suit right now, drop stepping, <laughs> rolling hips, and looking for the ball that ain't even there. Love it. All right. Uh, yesterday, our guy Adam Monster Tiger. Spoke to the best AD in the country, Rick George. And uh, Rick George revealed Folsom's getting an upgrade. Sometime in the next three to five years, we can expect West Side renovations at Folsom Field, including the Bach Field House. Shit, yes. Balch uh, Field House and the press box. Uh, it's all going down. Good. Tara, can I, Rick? Alyssa can I, rejoices. <laughs> yes. He mentioned the bathrooms too, by the way. They're terrible. <laughs> the bathrooms in the press box? Yeah, he, I'll no, find the, the quote. bathrooms on the whole west okay. side. Everything over there is awful. It took me nine hours to get a hot dog the other day. Look, I, I, I I'm just gonna say this, and I'll, then I'll let you go. I hate that place. I am in the minority here. I oh, wouldn't, you would like I it. wouldn't care if nothing ever changed about Folsom for the rest of my life. It's perfect. You can't beat perfection. It is it perfect, it. but they need to. <laughs> it needs can, it. Can, and no, now, and I now you can't tell me you don't like just, the Champion Center and the new addition. It's it's great. Yeah, but I'll, I, the, I'll the field end up was loving awesome whatever they do. But the I'm new additions say, are incredible. I, exactly. And whatever they do, we it's need gonna new look, scoreboards, right? It's going to look beautiful. And, no. Yes. Uh, no, we don't. Look at Ryan. Um, <laughs> Everything's perfect just the way it is. West Side is you from have to, the uh, I understand. TV You just have side. to uh, you have to upgrade stuff over time. Um, like maybe even from like a safety 
reason yeah. you yeah, might man. have to upgrade Balch Field. I was like, 101 was shaking. You ever you ever go on that really old roller coaster at Elitch's? Nope. It feels all <laughs> rickety, like something bad is going to happen. Nope. That's that's what I feel like when I go into Balch. So I watch. It. But I just, I never think about, like, when I never go to Folsom and think, like, they need to upgrade this. And if they get rid of the troughs, I'm going to be pissed. All right, look. It is the most incredible stadium in history, in my opinion. I love the Folsom Prison. I love it. You can, again, I'll say this. When I die, burn me, spread me there, and you can go hang out with me every Saturday, okay? But the, the Balch Fieldhouse is a hellhole. It is. It's so bad. I hate it more I than it. anything. It's where we did all of our Dirty Dozens. And I don't, I don't know if they do Dirty Dozens, but we used to do Dirty Dozens. And winter conditioning Dirty Dozens were 5 a.m., in the goddamn fucking field house, and it was hell on earth. And you'd do like an hour of drill work with a team, and then you'd have to run perfect 12s for the big 12s. And the coaches would stand either at 30 yards, 40 yards, or 50 yards, and every one of them would have a goddamn yellow flag, and everybody would line up in classes. Freshmen would go, sophomores, juniors, seniors. And if anybody loafed or didn't finish through the line, they'd throw the flag and they'd be like, Marcus Houston, obviously, it's fucking him. And we'd all have to go back and run it again. And I remember oh we ran God. 72 <clears throat> 40-yard Big 12s my oh senior my year, the 10th out of the 12 workouts. And we had guys literally running and throwing up on themselves, on the guy next to him. Every time I walk in that goddamn place, all I can it. smell is puke. <laughs> and, like, I, I can see all my boys over in the corner, like, spasming and, and like, <laughs> Like, you know, like cramping up and Barnett's over there yelling at everybody and Wilson's laughing his ass off and throwing flags at people and shit. And I will say this, for every all the hell we went through, we were pretty fucking good. So maybe they should start doing that shit again. <laughs> yeah, you definitely can't get away with that anymore. Nope. I will say this. I've never run faster in my life than when everyone else having to run again was on my ass. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. If they call your name. And you have to go back and look, I can honestly say, yeah, I never had my name called, thank God. But I definitely looked at people and said, hey, motherfucker, if I have to run another 40 for you, you're never going to walk again. And they'd be like, okay, Matt. And I'd be like, yeah, on the line. Let's go. It yep. worked, too. You can't do I, that anymore, though, in college football. You gotta I have be to nice. say this to uh, Louise's. Nice, <laughs> I to, try to be nice. To Louise's comment, <laughs> said, like uh, 10 months ago, Rick George was worried about how to pay Coach Prime salary. People don't like it. <laughs> yeah, now, Rick. Are you done? Sorry. sorry. Sorry, Daddy. Now Rick is talking about upgrading stadium. I don't think Rick was ever worried about paying uh, Coach Prime salary. Like he, Yeah, you shouldn't be worried. We're making money hand over foot. It was everyone else that was worried about how Rick was going to pay Coach Prime salary. So how much Rick of knew a, that, that the money was coming with Coach Prime. How much of an upgrade? A big one. Like, um, they're going to make I, it open air. Like I can like read the, the quotes thing. if you guys want. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, well, hey. He said, Are you finished? Uh, say, say how that just happened. Go. No, see, you're still not finished. See, I'm... <laughs> Who's talking? You. He <laughs> <laughs> said it's necessary. It needs to be renovated. Uh, the qualities of the restrooms in that facility and the quality on the inside of Balkfield Balk Field House isn't Balch. what it needs. Balsh Field House <laughs> isn't what it needs to be, and we're going to address it soon. We have a really good plan for the west side of the stadium. That's important for us. We think it allows us to get more engagements with students, blah, 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 blah. Um... That's a, they say blah, blah, blah. In the yeah, quote. he that also said uh, they're going to look at the CU event center and see what needs to be done there. Mm. He said he'd like to tackle all those issues in the next in the next three to five years. Scoreboards. Uh, I did not see a scoreboard Please, reference. Please, God, put new scoreboards on the stadium. That's the one thing you don't want? I don't. It's not that I don't want. <laughs> it's just, just unnecessary. You want something to block more of the view? No, just I just 
just double the scoreboard size on the south side of the stadium, I guess. It's going to block people from being able to see the mountains. <laughs> oh, boo fucking who. At Do least not, we'll be able to see the play. Uh, you can't watch it with your own eyes? Not if I'm sitting on the right side of the stadium and it's on the left, <laughs> Ryan. We'll change your fucking seats. Uh, Nick. Be a better recruit so we get better tickets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anything else on the Folsom? You guys are sitting in the good seats, too. Yeah, they are good. You I'm just bitching. <laughs> Anything Every, else on Everything these? there pretty much kicks ass. He is correct. No? Um, if everyone wants to complain about that scoreboard, I think they should just take it out entirely. So you no can look, scoreboard? You, the, there's a nice big one on the right side of the stadium. That is true. The Look at that the, one. Okay, speakers then. Speakers Can are we get new speakers? Somehow they upgraded those last year and nothing changed. No way they upgraded Like they those. need to get a... I don't believe you. They need a refund or they it's need something. to hit up the warranty. They sound worse. Yep. Oh, okay. I'm adding one thing to my wish list. Yes. <laughs> oh, four wishes. He gets four wishes. He does. A, I, can com I can complain can about this because uh, it's the bye week. The hype uh, video that they play before Ralphie is really sick. But because the speakers are so ass, you can't hear what's being said by the LV. So you're playing this like really cool hype video. The crowd's hyped. They're yelling. So because of that, also, you can't hear. Just give Ralphie her own theme music, play the song, and run her out. We, we, we can't hear the hype video. Yeah. Actually, can I have four wishes? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Granted. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Rub my genie oh lamp my real God. quick. It comes out. Another wish for you. Awesome. Here's my here's my wish. Um, I really really hope that they start honoring the history of this university and singing the fight song correctly after the game after they win. Mm. And I really so. hope that the community that they're trying to build in Boulder with the players who don't know anything about the university, Whoa. I think a way. I think a way for them to bring them all together to have that community bond is to figure out how to do the fight song correctly and bring everyone together. The fight song you hear in the in the stands is not the fight song we sing. It's the same lyrics. It is not the same get down. The build up to it is not the same. The finish is not the same. The players have had a long history of doing it a certain way and it just, I, I hope and wish that Coach Prime and the guy, the, the staff up there allows some of the older guys and old heads to come up there and teach them how to do this correctly because it is the most hyped fucking moment of my entire life. When I was a freshman and we went up there as a group to sing the fight song and everybody stood up and was like, shut the fuck up. This is not the way we do shit. The dude, fight, see you, little boring ass fight song. And they all walked down and it turned into a goddamn mosh pit and a melee and the fucking hoot day. And we're jumping up and down like goddamn animals. And we sing that fucking fight song and everybody looks like they want to run out and knock somebody's motherfucking head off. That's what it's about. So all I'm asking is that we honor what's been there for a hundred years because it really, 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 really does work. And everybody in that fucking room, when we get done, will understand why it's so important to all of us to keep clamoring for it. Yeah, and I think you're going to get a lot of pushback on that. But I don't I give would a just, shit. Pushback, dog. You know where I'm at. Just like Coach Prime, me, I ain't hard to find. The rest of my sentence was going to be, I know you don't care. All I will say is, like, listen, you can hear in Matt's voice how much that means. It's important. Uh, it's not like a petty... I'm not up there trying to sing because I sound good. 
No, yeah. You feel me? Like, it, after you beat Nebraska, the fucking fight song should rattle the walls. Yep. It shouldn't be an afterthought. After you beat Colorado State and have huge comeback, it should rattle the goddamn concrete of Folsom. It shouldn't be not sung. Balch might come down if it does that. Well, good. Then we'll go there and <laughs> sing it and knock Save that some money on bitch demolition. down. And look, again, I'm not, if my criticism somehow makes me the black sheep, then that sucks because there ain't no sheep in me. Yeah. Um, the fight song has been uh, uh, involved in everything. It's not like it's it, trying to be rekindled or something. No, it, it just it's always existed in CU culture. I, I've I've asked multiple times and I get no response. And I've 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 talked about this multiple times and I think it's really important. And I think it would be something that would bring. It's the bye week when they get back. It would bring them together before they move into the next five weeks, which is a gauntlet, and they need to be together, shoulder to shoulder fighting together to make this happen and go win two or three and get to a bowl game. So I think it's kind of important. All right. Uh, you got a fourth Do wish. Do I get Jake? a fourth wish? My fourth, yeah, fourth wish is wish that we move Jake. on to this final part of oh, the segment and then on that. to questions. You're going to get well, that wish. Your wish is granted, The Jake. final thing I have today, uh, the sporting news, sporting news named Travis Hunter, midseason All-American. Uh, that's with only playing, what, three and one quarter game, basically? Yeah, he's pretty good. Pretty damn good. Um, can only imagine what would be being said about him right now if he wasn't knocked out for three weeks. Heisman. Yep, you're right. That's what it would be saying. He's, I think he'll be the number one leading Heisman contender going into next year in the country. Him and two. One and two. Yep. Um, and just, I mean, it speaks obviously to his talent for having missed three games and being named to this list. So everyone who's saying... Well, what about his performance against Stanford? He only played three games. Can shove it, in my opinion. Yeah. Myself included. <laughs> shove it, McChesney, you dick. All right. Why am I being booed? You got booed? I guess so. They didn't nah. like your wish, bro. But yeah, they, they thought your fourth wish was really weak, and you could have just gotten that if you asked for it. Shout out to our friends at Bacchus and Shanker. If you get hurt, they are here to help. <laughs> They've been helping Colorado families win. For 25 plus years, they've won over a billion dollars for their clients. No fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on it. And no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. They got offices all over the city. Go check them out. Um, you can smash that Shador line, 222-2222, to <laughs> speak with someone for a consultation today. I love that uh, number. They'll help and you, you came out. up with it. <laughs> In any case where you've been hurt, car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks, even if you're hurt at work. Give them a call for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. Also, last thing on the fight song. Um, <laughs> okay. And, and I, I really haven't made a big deal about this um, because I think there's more important things. But I think right now is a fair time to talk about it. I just want to say, like, CU's not the only one with a fight song that was made in the early 1900s that's still being sung. You know, Michigan. Everybody has uh, a Ohio fight song State. they sing. Well, not everyone. Notre Dame. Um, but you, you a know, lot, you know. Who, who doesn't sing a fight song after they win? Name, name me, name me a, a college team that doesn't sing their Go fight song. Go ask a CSU fan to sing their fight song. I don't think they know the lyrics. I, bro, I'll get my CSU. I guess they're my buddies still. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I like you. Um, I can get them on the phone. They'll sing it on the phone. The stalwart ram. Fucking they used to <clears> get all drunk and sing it when we were at the Jets and shit. And that'd be like the ba 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 that that song. They got a song. Well, I'm sure the the players know. What I'm saying is oh, a lot of the fans. I'm just saying a lot of schools. It's not really a part of like their 
game day. They're not singing it in the stands the way that CU Fair. fans are. My bad. Like Michigan I, is singing it. Um, I did not understand what you no, were saying. Yeah. I think like Nebraska. I don't know if they mean theirs means much. <laughs> Tennessee, right? Tennessee is a place where the fight song means a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's it's not you necessarily unique. Like that's off. Yeah. Anyway. Look, look. Everybody sings it at in Boulder and they like it. And you know, all the students get to yell "fuck them up, fuck them up, go see you, Mike." 13 and 10 year old get to yell fuck and laugh <laughs> they said fuck <laughs> and you know it's all fun and games but <laughs> but uh, what uh, look the importance i'm talking about is the embrace it's not necessarily the song we i don't really care what they say it's embracing the group that is up there trying to do it the way they think it's supposed to be done and then the other 80 guys in the room that know how it's supposed to be done, embracing them and coming together and doing it together. That's what this is about. Mm -hmm. It's not about a song. It's about everyone coming together and understanding what it means to stand shoulder to shoulder. I know this is Prime's Colorado, but we still, that is, we are still the pride and tradition of the Colorado Buffaloes will never be entrusted to the Timber of the Week. Yep. All right, Jake. Questions. <laughs> Also, I have another wish, if I can. Uh, some likes. Five wishes. Some likes. Yeah, we do need some likes. likes. Smash the like button. Also, subscribe to the podcast uh, a lot on of Apple people, Podcasts or Spotify. A lot of people jumped off the bandwagon in the last, you know, seven days. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's uh, reflecting in the likes that we've had on these shows. And of the course. Yep. So uh, help us out. If you're still riding with us, if you're a real one that goes through the ups and the downs, hit the like button. We appreciate y'all. All right. Uh, 5280 Ivan, how are we feeling about Van Wells? Will he fight to retain his spot next year? Center QB relationship is pretty important. I think so. I, I, think, I think he'll be a four-year starter here. Yeah, I think yeah. Van is an incredibly talented football player and will be an NFL 10-year vet. Yep. And I mean, the game that he missed, his teammates really talked about how much they missed him. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the CSU game, they took advantage of the freshman. I, look, Zalinka's balled out in the fourth quarter and was one of the reasons they won but they took advantage of him for three quarters yeah um i mean the tackles need to be more consistent but they need better guard play i think more than anything yeah i think the guard play has got to elevate big time the guards yep. get absolutely crushed every week uh next question from lonnie why haven't we seen travis J? he came back for his first game versus oregon and hasn't gotten a chance since same with quez but continues to let carter to get his chance um, from it's what all based it's, on practice, guys. Well, it sounded like Travis was kind of not healthy again, basically, in yesterday's well-off, the way he okay. was talking. Okay. Uh, and that, that goes to what I'm saying. Like, uh, how these guys look between Sunday and Friday mm -hmm. is going to determine whether or not they play on Saturday. Yep. Uh, and I don't know if I've ever quite seen a coach stand on that ground as much as I see Coach Prime. Like, he... You don't practice, you ain't playing. Yeah, and even just like if you don't show me something in practice, uh, I can't play you. And I think that, you know, piggybacking off what Ryan said earlier about finding the right guys, your playoff, you know, like your playoff roster, I think you're going to see that now after the bye week where they stop rotating so many guys in and yep. they just roll with the guys that they think they can actually win with. I agree. I have no idea about Jaquez, though. I don't know. Uh, next question. Our guy, Sean, do y'all think they that they can scheme up something on the D-line to help with the lack of a dog at three-tech? No. 
Uh, example, pre-snap shifts like Kirby and my boys. Kirby at Georgia? Georgia, yeah. He's <laughs> Come on, Doug. Okay. No. They're not scheming shit up at Georgia. That's Jalen Carter. I mean, it, and people like him. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and, and then Jordan Davis and a bunch of other guys. Like it, they've got more first rounders this year. Look, Uzo Deribe, if you know that name, is a Colorado yeah. Buffalo. He's yeah. the outside linebacker, pass rush coach at Georgia. And we, I talk to him constantly, and he's like, "You got anybody?" And I'm like, "Not that can play for you." <laughs> like I got some dudes, but I don't have anybody that can play at Georgia, dog. So I just think I answered the question before Jake was even done. Like, is there anything we can do scheme wise? to get better play out of the three technique as a guy who played three technique and played it pretty well there in my opinion no no this is a tough guy position can you play a double team can you beat the guard can you hold the b gap can you do that for 80 fucking snaps in a row the entire year and if you can then you're the three technique and if you can't then we'll find somebody else to play three technique and right now we need to find somebody else to play three technique there you go uh next lamar with the super chat Said Matt, you're spot on, big dog. There Appreciate the super chat, Lamar. For you. Thanks, brother. <laughs> uh, Eric, with the question, uh, any chance of an expanded capacity at Folsom? Uh, I don't want. You I, almost, I don't want that. You almost never see uh, anyone expanding their capacity this day, these yeah. days. Um, you know, they'd have to add like a whole bowl, basically. Yeah, the one thing I would advocate for is. Taking what was the section you sat in for the Nebraska game? One on one. Taking one on one <laughs> and wrapping that into the Dow Ward yeah. to make it more of a bowl. That would be um, cool. Because those seats back there in the corner are the only bad seats in Folsom. Yep. Um, you can probably add a little bit of uh, of capacity if you want to go upwards from there. Uh, and so. Well, they could add capacity by tearing down the west side and putting up an entire side like they did with chant or with the the new addition in 03 yep. yep like and you do you add how many seats was that a lot because a lot. they put that whole club level yeah in so there. like you put another matching tower and club level and all yeah. those seats on the west side yeah and i know it cuts down on your view but if you look no the you, west side won't won't the, change but but in it terms could, of its height it could obscure maybe yeah anyways there's places where you could add i don't i doubt they'll do it no one's doing it um, I know this isn't a good example because they can't even have people in the stands when they're having the biggest win in program history. But CSU went from like 50,000 to 30,000 when they built their new stadium. That's because no one gives a shit. Exactly. But if you look around the country, I don't know the last time that a team has built a stadium and added seats. I, I love when I walked in, Lindsey Spano was like, how'd you think about that CSU win? And I was like, you guys won? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Scoreboard, Bob Oz. Good win for them. Great win. Um, it was really embarrassing that there was no one left in the stadium yeah, when they man. won that game. You beat yeah. Boise and for that, the first they, time they, and they, no one They cared. said it was their fifth biggest crowd in program history or in that stadium's history. So what that means is they had like 35,000 people at the beginning of the game and like three to five people at the end of the game. That's unbelievable. And this is exactly why all the Buffalo fans and faithful, please just buy tickets and take over Canvas with us next year. It oh, is yeah. going to be awesome. I can't wait. It is. Uh, sorry, I was trying to Texas look up. Texas A&M apparently uh, added seats to a new stadium. God, I was trying to look up You've Bandy's, there, too. Right? You've been, have you ever been to Kyle? It's one of the weirdest places I've ever it, been in my life. Bro, I'm telling you, it. <laughs> I played there twice in college, and it was insane. Yeah, it's insane, but also, like, it's insane. No, it is 
they are <laughs> fucking weirdos, yes. dude. Like, <laughs> yes, dude. super weird. The only thing that's really come like, close to at it... At one point, I saw everybody in the stands making out with each other. Like, the person <laughs> next to them, the person next to them, the person next to them. And I was like, why the fuck? I looked at my boy Sam Wilder, and I was like, Sam, why the fuck is everybody kissing each other? And he's like, I don't know. This is weird shit they do at Aggieville. And I'm like, yeah. good talk, Sam. Thanks. I've The only thing I've ever been to that kind of compares to it is Kansas basketball, where it has this, like, cultic nature around so just it. just a big but makeout Texas session? A, but Texas A&M is... Is even I just, weirder. What's with the Friday night thing where they like line up in overalls and just do that? What oh, is that, that shit, shit. I don't know. Why it it do was that? weird though. Yeah, There's nothing think, else better to do in West Texas than that. Yeah, it is weird. It is weird. But hey, they they support that team. I'll give hey, them that. Man, Trey Zooms their left tackle. He's a good player. Pride, right. pride of Fossil Ridge, Fort Collins, baby. Cheyenne go. says, "Who do we want to lose more, UCLA or Stanford this week? I don't even know who they I play. They play care. each other. Oh, do they? Yeah." I don't care. I don't care. I want uh, I want UCLA to win so they feel good. There you go. Yeah, have UCLA win so that when we so win next weekend, it looks better on the schedule. Because that's going to be a buff home game in I'll LA. be honest with you guys. There's nothing that Stanford can do to make that loss look any less bad. They're, they aren't good. They're going to keep no, losing. It's, it's, UCLA is going to beat Stanford by 30 points. I will say Stanford pretty much changed their entire identity in the second half of that game. God, so it made me so They angry. might be better moving forward. Spreading teams uh, out, throwing to that guy, blitzing. They weren't doing any of that stuff in the first half. Yep. Anger. <laughs> Jim with the super chat. Matt, if you were offered a job with Coach Prime, would you be interested? I know you have the degree. 2121 uh, super you, chat. You are Thank correct. you, Jim. I do have a degree in, <laughs> in history. Um, so, what, what job? I mean, uh, what do you want? It, well, I don't know. The O line job, the D line job, what job? The recruiting coordinator. Uh, well, look, I I'm not saying no. I would I'd love to work for my alma mater, but it has to make sense. I'm not I'm not in the business of walking away from shit I've built to yeah. But but then again, with NIL and everything, I probably the rules are probably different. So I I don't know. That's a that's a good question. I would absolutely love to work for my alma mater, but it is not something that I think about very much. There you go. I love supporting it the way I do. I love being able to go up there with the guys and put them in front of the coaches and be able to be a resource for coach prime and everybody when they need to recruit the state and they need information they they've sent me down so many guys to evaluate and then get back to them on my evaluation if they think they should bring them in you know things like that and when coach prime got hired i was the first guy that he met with right afterwards just to talk about you know locking down the state and make sure the right guys go there that doesn't mean every guy in Colorado goes there. That means the right ones. Yeah. And the coolest thing that I think I've seen up there this year is when we went to the SC game, I'm pretty sure, or maybe the CSU game, I looked at the recruit list. Last year, the guys I would send up there would be at the top of the list, three-star kids in Colorado they're trying to get. Well, this year, everybody I send up there is at the bottom of the list. And I'm like, that's awesome because the top of the list is all five- and four-star kids from all around the country that usually wouldn't go to, to see you Boulder to see anything, let alone a football game. So yeah. the fact that all these elite players that we send up there are at the bottom of the list tells me the University of Colorado's back, and if you want to play there, you better be a bad motherfucker. Love Amen. it. Anything else? No? That's all I got. Good job, guys. That's one hell of a bi-week show. What can the, uh, what can the chat expect tomorrow on this show? Ooh. Mystery bag. <laughs> Mystery bag Friday. I love it. 
I'm headed out, guys. I'll see you uh, back on Tuesday when we Jake get back from the bye week. A, where, where are you going, man? A, a twerking I'm going appointment. back home. You're going to, oh, you're going to twerk? No. Yep. Nice. He's going oh, to twerk going on to the streets ass, of huh? Salt Lake. Yeah. I'm not going to Salt Lake. No. He's going to twerk on the streets of Albuquerque. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Lamar at the last second super chat. What's the so issue? So wait, you're going home, but not where your parents live? No. So, so you're going to hang with friends? Yeah, where so I grew up. Oh, okay. so where going, I lived for so 20 years. Part of your ass off for four days. Uh, he is absolutely twerking. Oh, yeah. Maybe a little. Definitely. How many <laughs> texts have been like, what time do you land, bro? I already have a tea time schedule for tomorrow. There you go. Oh, there so. is. <laughs> there to be careful. Golf carts come up quick. <laughs> That's oh, what I heard. <laughs> They're fucking tricky. It came uh, from the left, though, with all, like, just <laughs> be real. I couldn't see it, so I heard it. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry yeah. I laugh at that story That's every okay, time you bro. bring it up. Shit happens. <laughs> uh, hit him straight and uh, don't get too sore twerking. I'll try my best. You got to do a lot of hip exercises. Yeah, make sure you stretch, stretch. before you twerk. Oh, well, thank yes. you guys. Or else you'll end up like me throwing your back out playing pickleball. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> you have me scared now after that story yesterday. Not gonna you lost, guys bro. are so old. <laughs> All right. Uh, see you guys next week. Uh, Ryan and someone will be back tomorrow. Yep. Let's go Buffs. Go Buffs.